A large portion of the Jewish nation has returned to its homeland, but the heart, soul, and mind of much of the Jewish nation are still in exile mode. This state of affairs must and will inevitably change. This is Torah Nation TV from Jerusalem, and we are speaking with the head of Machon Shiloh, Rabbi David Bar Chaim. Shalom, Rabbi Bar Chaim. Shalom. Is it sometimes correct to skip Suketi Zimra in order to daven with the congregation? The first thing to know regarding this question is that it is not at all a new question. This matter has been discussed going back at least 1,300 years. And I will mention some of the statements regarding this question in a moment. But before we do that, uh, it's important to know, first of all, that the Sukkot Zimra are not ahova. They are not obligatory. It is something very proper and very correct to do on a regular daily basis, and that is what we all do. But it is nevertheless important to know, both with regards to this question and with regards to many questions, in halacha, in Torah, what the uh, level of obligation uh, regarding a certain miswa or a certain action uh, is, and what is the uh, proper attitude towards a particular point of, of Jewish law. Is it something that is of paramount importance or something that is perhaps not quite so paramount? With regards to Pesuket Zimra, we have the explicit statement in the Talmud Bavli, Masechet Shabbat, where the practice of saying Pesuket Zimra on a daily basis, that is to say, to recite certain uh, chapters from the uh, book of Tehillim, of Psalms, together with the Baracha, a blessing that is recited before and after those uh, chapters, before reading Kriyat Shema, and before the tefillah, the Shmonesre tefillah in the morning, as a preparation for those two uh, more, more paramount and more central aspects of, of the daily prayers, namely Shema and tefillah. The idea of doing this is mentioned in the Talmud, but it is mentioned uh, using the following language. It says, helki im gomreha which the Talmud explains is referring to Pesuket Zimra. Yehei Helki means, may my portion be uh, in the world to come with those who do such and such. That does not imply an absolute hova, an absolute obligation. Rather, this implies something which is praiseworthy and, and very much recommended and encouraged, but not an absolute hova. And that is why we see in the Sidur of Rav Sa'adya Gaon on page 32, when he begins to discuss Pesukei Zimra, he writes, He says, our nation has volunteered, has taken upon itself, to do this thing, this practice of reciting certain chapters from Sefer Te'ilim and to recite a bracha before and after. 
the fact that he uses that terminology is, uh, is of course, very uh, plain and, and, and uh, telling. It comes to make clear that this is not an absolute hover. And therefore, it follows that if it's impossible for a person uh, to recite Pesukhet Zimra and uh, pray with the Sibur, with the congregation, from Baruch Hu, from the beginning of the Brachot of Kriyat Shema onwards, if these two things are mutually exclusive because he came uh, so late, then it is obvious uh, which should take preference. And the very same thing we find in the Rambam. Rambam writes in Yichot Tefila, Perek Zayn, Halacha Yod Beth 712, The sages of old praised those, those who read certain chapters of Sefer Tehilim, the Book of Psalms, every day. And then he goes on to describe that there are, um, there are brachoth, bracha before and afterwards, and that it is also the standard custom to uh, add further pesukim before and after. But the point is that Rambam also very clearly does not write hayav adam, one is required to do, as he would normally do uh, in such a case, if it was an absolute ob- uh, obligation, a hova. He writes, The sages praised such a practice and those people who take upon themselves this practice. It would appear that in more ancient times, going back 1800, 1700 years, uh, the practice of reciting these Pesukeh Zimra before Kriyat Shema and Tefillah was not something that all Jews did on a daily basis. I imagine that uh, initially, on weekdays, a minority of people uh, accepted this practice upon themselves. And probably on Shabbat and Yom Tov, it was something that uh, the entire congregation did or began to pick up from those um, few uh, more pious people, perhaps, during the week who were doing this. And over time, as with many things, this became a standard part of the daily prayer. And even when it does become part of the uh, daily prayer routine, nevertheless, the essential status of Pesukeh Zimra as being something auxiliary and secondary in importance to Shema and Tefillah does not change. And therefore, this already uh, allows us to approach this question uh, from a, a correct and uh, Torah-true perspective. So, having uh, understood the status and purpose of Pesukah de Zibra, in, in other words, to uh, help us focus and uh, place ourselves in the right frame of mind for Shema and Tefillah, we can now read what the Tur writes in Siman Nun Beth. The Tur, of course, is Rabbeinu Yaakov Ben Harosh, the son of the Rosh. His famous work, the Tur, is one of the classic uh, halachic texts, and he writes as follows: If a person comes to the shore, and he finds that the he's late apparently, and he finds that the congregation is already. Uh, well into Pesukhet Zimra, perhaps even towards the end of Pesukhet Zimra. This question was asked of Rav Natrunai Gaon, going back uh, nearly 1300 years. 
מהו שיתפלל עם הסיבור ויאמר פסוק כדי זמרה אחר כך. The question that was asked of Rav Natanai Gaon was, uh, in such a case, is it perhaps more correct that the person prays with the Sibur? In other words, he's with the Sibur and he listens to the Shlach Sibur from Baruchu onwards, uh, and, and, and therefore he says the Baruchot of Kriyat Shema with the Sibur, with the Shlach Sibur and Shema and Tefillah. And after the, the entire Tefillah is over, he can then say Pesukei de Zimra, which he which he missed, which he was not able to say. In response, Rav Natanai said, This is not possible. To say Pesukei de Zimra afterwards is not possible. Because the Takana was the idea, the practice, the, the uh, basis of, of this practice, including the Barachoth, which are part of Pesukei de Zimra, were intended to be said before the Tefillah. And, and therefore what he's saying is that you cannot say these barachot after the tefillah. Ela, what, so what should a person do? Ela, Omer Baruch She'amar, Ad Muhulal Batishbahot. He should say the uh, first bracha, which is recited before Pesukei de Zimra. That is to say, Baruch She'amar. Omer Tilal of the Wave. In other words, after Baruch She'amar, a person should say, Mizmor, uh, Kof Memhe, Psalm 145, which is, starts with the words Tehidol Adawid. It's also known as Ashrei Yoshebevetecha. Umedaleg, and then he should skip the other prakim, the other chapters that are usually recited. Ad Halalu El Bekodsho, which is the last chapter of Sefer Tehilim, Kuf Nun 150. And after that, Muhothem Be'ishtabah, and end by saying the bracha after Pesukei De Zimra, which is Ishtabah. And then he should uh, um, make sure that he immediately begins to pray with the Sibur, who are already, probably already starting Birkoth Kriyat Shema. And a person should not recite Pesukei Zimra after the Tefillah at all. I'll return to this point uh, in a moment of... Uh, reciting Pesukei de Zimra uh, and how one might do that uh, after the Tefillah. We'll get back to that in a moment. So first let us sum up what we have seen here so far. The Tur quotes a Teshuvah, a response, sent by Rav Natronai Gaon, who was asked, is it possible for a person who came late to daven with the Sibur from Shema, Kriyat Shema, Brikot Kriyat Shema and Tefillah, and, and afterwards uh, make up for the uh, fact that he did not recite Pesukei de Zimra by saying them after the tefillah. Rabbi Natan Raigaon says this is not possible. And it is quite clear that he means to say by this that the Barachoth, Baruch She'amar and Yishtabah, which are recited with Pesukei de Zimra, may not be said after the tefillah because they were intended to be said only beforehand. The tour goes on and says, my father, the Rosh, Rabbeinu Asher, wrote as follows, in the name of Rav Amram Gaon. Rav Amram Gaon came uh, a couple of generations, lived a couple of generations after Rav Natanai Gaon. He frequently quotes uh, Rav Natanai Gaon. In this case, Rav Amram Gaon uh, disagrees somewhat, slightly, with Rav Natanai. And he says, If a person arrived in the shul, 
And if he sees that uh, if he was to start saying all of Pesukeh Zimra that he normally says, He will not be able to uh, say the main, the essential, the most fundamental parts of the Tefillah, that is to say Shema and the Tefillah, the Shemun with the Sibur, with the congregation. What he should do in that case is say only Baruch Shemar until the end of, the, of that Baracha and the Mizmor Tirar Dawid, which is Kof Mem Hey, one, four, five. Only that. That's what he should do. It should be pointed out that Rav Natanai Gaon and Rav Amram Gaon are not necessarily uh, disagreeing with each other. It may, in fact, uh, be only a question of the available time. If the person sees that he has, shall we say, four minutes in, in order to say uh, whatever Pesuket Zimra he's going to be able to say at this point before the Sibur, before the congregation gets to Baruch Hu and Shema, uh, in that case, uh, he may be able to do as Rav Natanai Gaon says, that is to say, Baruch Shamar, Tirala Dawid, uh, the last chapter of Tehillim, and then Ishtabah. But if the person sees he only has two and a half minutes, shall we say, uh, that may not be feasible and may not be desirable. It's better to say less and with more kawana, with more uh, f- concentration and focus, than to say more with less concentration and focus. This is also written by the Torah himself and in the Shohan Aruch as well, at the very beginning of the Torah, in the very beginning of the Shohan Aruch. And therefore, uh, it could be that Amram Gon is talking about a situation where less time is available. So there's no obvious disagreement. The, 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 the underlying principle is very simply that Pesukeh de Zimra comes to prepare us uh, and, uh, as we said, to place ourselves in the correct frame of mind for Shema and Tefillah, and where we must dispense with uh, most of those Pesukeh de Zimra in order to get to the main part with the congregation, which is also a very important uh, part of the, of the regular tefillah, the daily prayers, then that is what one should do. Then the Torah goes on to mention uh, one more opinion. It, was, it is written in the name of Rabbeinu Yonah, one of the famous Rishonim from Sepharad, from Spain, when he said, he, Rabbi Yonah, said this in the name of his own teachers. If a person arrives in shul as they are already beginning, so he obviously has zero time to say, he doesn't even have time to say, that is to say, in that case, it is correct that he dispense entirely with Pesukeh uh, de Zimra at that moment, at that point, say he should recite Kriyat Shema with the Brachot and Tefillah and the Shmona Esrei with the congregation. And after the end of the Tefillah, Yikra Pesukeh de Zimra ima Brachot Shrifnehem Vishalachrehem. And then afterwards he can say all of Pesukeh de Zimra with the Brachot. Because Praying with the Sibur, the congregation, answering the uh, various parts where the congregation is to answer in response to what the Shlach Sibur says, for example, and the actual tefillah itself with the congregation. These are very important things, in fact, more important. Uh, 
this last opinion of Rabbeinu Yonah and certain other Chachamim, that one may uh, recite all of, all, all of Pesukei de Zimra, including the Barachot of Baruch She'amar and, and Ishtabah, after the Tefillah, this point is uh, controversial. Many Rishonim uh, and Ahronim disagree with this, and, and it is correct not to do so. That is to say, to recite all the Pesukim and all the Parakim of Tehillim and the collections of Pesukim that make up the usual uh, um, standard daily Pesukei Zimra, to say any of those things after the Tefillah without Barachov is clearly permissible. How, how could it be otherwise? A person clearly uh, can always read any part of the Tanakh, learn any Perak in Tehillim, or any other place in the Tanakh. It is, in fact, the Mitzvah of Talmud Torah, and also uh, part of the overall concept of Avodah Hashem. And reading Pesukim from Tehillim or anywhere else in the Tanakh is obviously uh, a very wonderful and worthwhile endeavor. And no one could possibly claim it's Asur. When Rav Natunaygaon said it is Asur to say these Pesukim uh, these Zimra after the Tefillah, he was obviously referring only to the Barachot. Rabbeinu Yonah disagrees, apparently, and he says that one may say the Barachot even after the Tefillah. And as I say, on this uh, point, there is uh, much controversy. Uh, the Ramban and uh, other Rishonim and the Maharshal uh, and, and many others have uh, expressed their view that this is entirely incorrect and must not be done. And that is the Halakha. The Halakha is that if one has absolutely no time to say any part of Pesukeda uh, Zimra before the Sibur starts saying the Brachoth of Yoser Or and Kriyat Shema, etc., then one skips entirely at that moment in time Pesukeda Zimra. One davens with the Sibur, and afterwards one can say as many uh, or as few of uh, of Pesukeda Zimra. Uh, the, the, the various Pesukim and the, the Parakim from Tehillim, as many or as few as one wishes to do after the Tefillah, without the Brachot. So when, when it comes to this view of Rabbeinu Yunah, we do not accept uh, this position because of the Hashash, and a very reasonable Hashash, uh, that this, these Brachot might be Levatala, may be uh, unnecessary or in, incorrect it would be incorrect to say these brachot after the tefillah, but to recite the, the various pesukim, there is obviously no, no issue at all. That is the halacha. I should also point out that there are certain uh, posakim svaradim, not all posakim svaradim, but there are some who claim, based on uh, Kabbalistic claims and ideas, that despite what we have just read in all these sources, Nevertheless, uh, and this is, by the way, what we have read here also appears in the Shohan Aruch, in Siman Nun Beth, the very same uh, ideas. Nevertheless, uh, there are some Svaradi Posekim who have claimed that according to the Kabbalah, according to the Zohar, it is not correct to miss Pesukah de Zimra. It is necessary to say the entire tefillah in, the, in its entirety according to the uh, usual order of things. In other words, one cannot skip Pesukeh de Zimra. Each part of the Tefillah, the Kotha Shahar, Pesukeh de Zimra, and of course, all the Korbanot, Pesukeh de Zimra, um, 
Shema with the Brachoth and then Tefillah, etc. Everything has to follow one in the footsteps of the other in a, in a very particular order. And, one, and therefore, if one does not have time to say Pesukah de Zimra and to Daven with the Sibur, one actually should prefer to not Daven with the congregation and to say Pesukah de Zimra uh, one, at one's own pace, in one's own time, etc. There is such an opinion, but this opinion should not be followed. I stress this opinion should not be followed. And even many Posakim Sfaradim uh, disagree with this opinion. Uh, there is a famous well-known Teshuvah of the Hacham Sevi, uh, Siman Lamadwa, where he addresses this issue as well, and he also uh, criticizes very uh, vociferously those who make such a claim in the name of the Zohar and the Kabbalah that one should act in, uh, in a manner which is not as described by the Posikim, not, not, not based on sound halachic reasoning. And he mentions there that there are many things that uh, all kinds of people who study the Zohar and the Kabbalah think they understand and uh, reach various conclusions based on, on their understandings, which are frequently not correct at all, not at all what the Zohar or the Ari or what have you or the different Mekubalim uh, intended. Uh, and one can also find this view expressed in uh, Yakut Yosef of uh, Rav Ovadia Yosef Zetzal. So, in conclusion, there is no question that Pesukah Zimra, although it is important and uh, highly recommended, and, and we are encouraged to do so every day, and we should always, of course, come to shul on time. In fact, we should get there before the official starting time in order to uh, hit the ground running, so to speak. Nevertheless, if one has to skip either parts of Pesukah uh, Zimra or all of Pesukah Zimra in order to uh, say the essential and fundamental parts of the Tefillah with the Sibur, that is to say Shema and Tefillah, one should do so. There is one more thing I will add here, and that is uh, a person might ask, why did the Rambam not mention, uh, or one could also ask the same question regarding Rav Sa'adya Gaon that we mentioned at the beginning, why did they not mention what one should do if one comes late to Shul? And the answer to that uh, is, uh, is very simple, and I think also uh, illuminating in terms of understanding their, their methodology and their thinking. First of all, they told us, both Rav Sa'adegon, who wrote, Our nation has taken upon itself, has volunteered to do uh, this practice of reciting Pesukah Zimra, which already tells you that it is uh, of a lower level in terms of its uh, importance in, uh, with regards to the overall concept of tefillah. So therefore, one could already from that understand that if there's no time, well, it has to be skipped for today, and the lesson to be learned is to come on time. And the same is true for the Rambam. Rambam tells us that the Chachamim shibahu, that the Chachamim praised people who, do, who did this on a regular basis, and from this, from this we are to learn that one should do so. But the very fact that Rambam worded the, uh, this statement in such a fashion is really sufficient to tell us all that we need to know. Because if we understand that it is not an absolute hovab based on, the, on that uh, usage of, of uh, that language, that the Chachamim praised such a practice but did not make it obligatory, uh, then we also understand everything we've explained in this shi'or, namely that Pesukah de Zimra comes to serve the tefillah, but does not, should not in any way be allowed to 
uh, interfere with a full and uh, proper recitation and practice uh, with regards to the more essential and more central parts of the tefillah. Thank you, Rabbi Bar Chaim. We would like to encourage our listeners to share these podcasts with friends and send in your responses. We would also like to suggest the following opportunity to our listeners. If you identify with Rabbi Barheim's message and would like to sponsor or dedicate a podcast in honor or memory of a loved one, if you would like to obtain Birkon, Nusach Eretz Israel, or invite the rabbi for a speaking engagement, please email us at office at machonshilo.org.